Every week I receive emails from riders all over the world having specific challenges when it comes to their horses and a lot of these are just basic training issues and today I want to dive into some of the most common ones and maybe the remedy for them as well okay to help riders with these challenges. Okay let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast. My name is Lorna Leeson. I'm an equestrian trainer and coach, and I help riders who are feeling a little bit overwhelmed and just confused regarding training their horse and all the principles and all the different things, gain a little bit of clarity and also communicate it as well. Okay, so today I want to dive into a couple of the common issues that seem to crop up time and again when it comes to riders and what's happening when they're working with their horses. And of course, I kind of feel like I've crowdsourced this one a little bit, okay? Because I actually went into the inbox and we began kind of plucking ones out and it was like, oh yeah, that one, oh, this one, oh, look at that one. Um, And we've noticed these like patterns that are coming up for riders time and again, and that's what I want to talk about today. And you know, I think that when we're training our horses, it's a little bit like following a recipe. I do believe that, like if you know what works, fantastic, go with it. But if you're missing or you move things around, have you ever noticed in a recipe, if you don't add the things the way they tell you to add the things, okay, at that point in the the making process, It very often changes the outcome. It changes the thing you come out with at the end of it. Well, horse riding is the same. I just help riders to figure out maybe what's missing from their training programs or or where potentially they've gotten a little bit ahead of themselves. They need to bring it back a step or two. Okay, so one of the most common things that we get is something to do with the horse not going forward. Okay, so people can say it many different ways. My horse doesn't want to move. My horse won't go forward. I can't get my horse to canter. My horse doesn't want to trot. Okay, there's lots of different ways we could say this, but at the end of the day, it's all about forwardness. Now, I covered forwardness a couple of episodes ago, so you can go back and find that one if you're key, if you're keen to learn a little bit more and you're interested about this. But believe me when I say, if you and your horse do not have forwardness, you don't have anything because nothing else regarding training and actually, I suppose, working together as a team to achieve an outcome, nothing else can come after that. Forwardness is the absolute, it's it's a requirement, okay? You need it, like absolutely need it. And I think that a lot of the times riders don't want to accept that. They want to work on the more complicated or the more interesting, the fancy things, okay? But rather, you know, take a step back and just kind of, you know, sit down with yourself and say, hold on, can we establish and then maintain forwardness throughout the ride, okay? And not only forwardness physically, but also mentally. Are we thinking forward? Meaning you and your horse, that's the we, okay? Um, And how are we responding, okay? Or taking action? Are we doing it from this place of forwardness or are we getting a little bit stuck in the mud? Um, I think that one of the ways you can think of this is, have you ever tried to cycle a bicycle really, really slowly and remain on a straight line? becomes pretty tough eh it's a toughie or have you ever tried to steer a car that wasn't actually running it wasn't going anywhere okay um it again and I mean it's not switched on but again it's a toughie okay 
forwardness really and truly is essential. Like you can go to the fancy parts, to the suppleness and to the straightness and to, you know, all the fancy things like collection and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, if you are not thinking and working forward, and I mean you, meaning you and your horse, you won't be able to achieve them, okay? You might get something that is a limited version and a very low quality version, but it won't be the full thing, okay? So that is really important. The other thing is that I think a big misconception around forwardness is that you have to actually be moving forward. No, you don't. You see, forwardness is just about energy and that sense of purpose, okay? And the need to kind of work forward to actually just be thinking about the next thing. So for example, in a halt, it's something that's really important. And I do think it is the foundation of everything when it comes to training your horse. And so it's something well worth looking at. Okay, the second thing we got is that my horse is very tense too tense okay now sometimes this can also show up as being a little bit lazy okay you can you can either have too much or too little you you really want to be goldilocks in this situation because at the end of the day anything to do with tension is to do with relaxation and when we're talking about relaxation we really want to have this true relaxation when it comes to training and relaxation when training a horse has nothing to do with relaxation that we people like to think about for ourselves okay relaxation means you're actually managing tension which I suppose maybe is a little bit like relaxation for us okay but yeah it is really and truly it's about you being able to first of all gauge how much tension do I need here to be present in order to effectively get this done for me and my horse okay he's bringing his tension I've got my tension how much do we need and then from there when we transition into something different something new whatever how much do we need and being able to smooth it out in between okay it's really really important to understand that the tension comes from both your body and also your horse's body and tension is absolutely essential like you need tension without it you'd all fall down okay everybody would fall over but too much tension so excess tension it's like it almost feels like you're on this ticking time bomb and you're like okay whew here we go, this is going to explode at any moment with like the slightest provocation and your horse is just going to go, okay? Now, the other side of that coin is too little tension and then that's when it feels like you're kind of riding along on a camel. I don't know if you've ever ridden a camel. I have. It's not a nice experience. I didn't enjoy it at all. But um, on a camel or even a giraffe, okay? It's like this kind of all long and strung out, okay? Um, I think that it is important to have that tension. Um, you know, the, the lack of tension, it, it's almost like your horse is slouching. Okay, you know, you know when people slouch. And the rider can be slouching as well. Sometimes the horse has the perfect level of tension and the rider is just, you know, slouchy Max Slouchersen sitting up there. So it is important to make sure that you understand correct tension and you also understand how to manage it when it comes to riding for you and your horse. Remember, container, okay? You're a container. Everything is the same with, within it, okay? You want to make sure it's matching. Okay, the third issue that we've seen time and again coming up is that the horse keeps changing speed, okay? And people are like, my horse is going too fast, and it's going too slow, and, you know, I just can't seem to settle into something. Now, where this happens a lot is around transitions. I'll see this, riders will speak a lot about this. You know, every time I ask for canter from trot, my horse's trot speeds up first, and then he canters, or every time I ask for 
trot from canter my horse's canter has to slow down so much first and you know I, I hear you saying on the podcast that it should remain rhythmical and in rhythm but I don't know how to do that and that is a very very important thing to learn how to do you know you need to understand true and correct rhythm when it comes to horse riding and I think as riders we sometimes don't fully comprehend how big of a concept rhythm is. We kind of think that once there's a repeating sequence, well, sure, that's a rhythm. Once it's repeating, we're away on a hack. We don't factor in tempo, first of all, which is how often the sequence is repeating in a given kind of a length or a time frame um, or a distance. We don't factor that in. And we certainly don't factor in the fact that the rhythm might not actually be uh correct and good rhythm to begin with like trust me I have seen run and walks I've seen four beat canters I've seen everything in between okay and just because it is repeating okay yes it is a rhythm in the truest sense of the word it's something that's it's a beat that is repeating but it's not a correct rhythm for horse riding so again just like relaxation you have to take the concept and apply it to the horse okay and to horse riding and to training it's really important to be able to do that okay now i think that when it comes to your horse and when we talk about rhythm obviously we want that the initial sequence in and of itself that you're working with and that you're working in is correct okay and then from there you can actually begin to work on improving and defining and establishing this more consistent rhythm and again you have to do this from the place that you've already thinking and moving forward and you've already got the tension levels sorted to what you need to be doing okay so they build on each other it's so important to understand that when we're training horses and when we're working with horses and by the way this applies to training riders as well it has to all build on top of each other we have to understand this in a way that we can move on from it that we can kind of um you know i suppose put the stepping stones in place to lead us to the better place okay or to the next place maybe that's a better way of saying it okay now it is also to good to understand that if either the relaxation or the forwardness decreases changes leaves okay if you lose it all together okay it is going to impact the rhythm okay and when the rhythm's changed well then it's no longer a rhythm is it okay so there you go that is important to understand it's not only establishing these things it's also then maintaining them as well that's just as important now one of the other questions that comes up a lot is about stiffness and it's usually about the horse being stiff my horse is a little bit stiff my horse is a little bit locked my horse is not doing this he won't bend this way he won't do that he won't pick up the lead on this leg that's all to do with stiffness. That's all a stiffness issue. But first and foremost, when I get those emails, I often, like, well, I almost always, my mind will automatically say, and what about you? Okay. Because so often um, there's this direct correlation between the riders and the horses. Okay. And especially when it comes to suppleness. Okay. I think that for many riders, they just don't understand true suppleness and what it is when it comes to training a horse okay it's not just stretches before you ride with a carrot okay and it's not just bends or circles suppleness first of all requires everything else we've just spoken about to be in place 
first and foremost, okay? But also suppleness is about once these things are in place, how the energy flows. That's what suppleness is. It's the flow of the energy, okay? And that is really the best way. If you think about yoga and how there's this kind of consistent flow of the energy through it, it's not sticky, it's not tight, it's certainly not jerky. It's just this like, just this flow, okay? That's what you need to work on when you're thinking about your horse's suppleness. How does it flow? Because once you have the flow sorted, then you can start getting into the more fancy stuff, okay? Then we can start beginning to establish the contact, which is then gathering, channeling, directing the flow a little bit more with your horse. But in order for you to get to that point, all of these other things have to be in place first and it is so so important to understand first of all these concepts and then understand how you can begin to communicate this to your horse in a way that is going to help you both develop your skills okay if this is something you would like to go deeper into if you want to like know all of the ins and outs you want to like how does it all fit together how do i make it work with my horse where do i even begin which part are we missing what's going on you need to go over and check out homeschooling your horse okay this is my new program it is brand spanking new and we're going to be kicking off at early september i'm so excited for it i cannot wait we're choosing this limited number of riders so that i can personally work with you if you're in here okay and that we can get you some momentum some progress but not only that get you unstuck in your riding if you're keen to find out all the details, pop over to homeschoolingyourhorse.com. All of the details are there. And if you think it's a good fit, I would love if you would join me inside of it. I am so, so excited to start this program. I think it's going to be the best one yet. And um, the team is all set up to help and support everyone as well. So it is just going to be great. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that for this week. Have a super week. Keep well, and I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.